Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have episode 13 in my Bioweapon Blues series. Title of this one is Welcome to Jonestown. And the correlations between what we're going through and Jonestown are pretty stark for me. Just constant propaganda, excising people, um, creating dissension between individuals about what to do, what's not, what you shouldn't do. Uh, People who are trying to flee and actively not being allowed to forcible mandatory uh, forcible injections without full disclosure of what's in it, drinking the Kool-Aid and uh, this ongoing human disaster. So I will play some, some shots of films. I'll start off with uh, memoriams for people whose family members have died in this mass genocide, democide, kill off, culling, whatever you want to call it. That's ongoing. And uh, there's just more and more information. I think the tide has turned on the public actually believing any of these monsters like Fauci and Walensky and Gates. But unfortunately, they're still trying to force it down your throats. And all these political leaders, for some reason, are still in power, which is remarkable. and should be telling to you that this event is not taking place in some kind of political vacuum. It's taking place within massive vote fraud worldwide. U.S., just this most recent election, was a total joke and fixed all over the country. Some are more overt and obvious and less, uh, some are less obvious where they were more clever in the kind of vote manipulation, but some clearly obvious. I mean, and you have stark differences between the votes and the actual exit uh, polls, which are often very uh solid they're actually good because you have people who are leaving the voting premises you know people are there and it's a random poll it's not a random poll it's actually an anonymous anonymous poll so people can just say whatever they could lie but most lot they've always been fairly reputable and actually the ones in arizona are incredible they're actually astonishing because the amount of people who actually voted for the democrats was even less than I thought. I used to keep saying like the Democrats have 30, 35% actual real support in the U.S. But uh, those exit polls said that they 17, 18, 19% voted Democrats. Incredible. So the massive fraud. You're living in Jonestown and the world of Oz, the land of Oz, honestly. Um, it's a shame. It's a shame that your political leaders have done. And so both right and left. So if you think I'm complaining about the left, the right probably went in too. Most people are dissatisfied. You can take a general poll right now of all your friends. Who's happy with the way this country is going? 75%, 66% will say it's bad. And then all of these incumbents stated on the right and left. Okay, so get off of the whole, you know, my party plantation thinking, the stupid thinking. Get over that. I don't think the elections have ever really been real. There's always been all kinds of subterfuge and manipulation. I think going back to the beginning of time, but... <clears throat> I think there was less opportunity for fraud. These uh, these voting machines are for fraud. There's no reason why, other reason why. The reason you have electronic most voting machines is to engage in fraud. Period. No, you can. There's much more efficient ways. Just to let you know, if you think the U.S. is at the top of things, you're totally wrong. <laughs> you're totally misinformed because India has 1.2, 1.3 billion people. And they do a full hand count. They're able to do it in the same day. So just the fact that this is draining going on, I don't even know if the full vote is kind of really done. And you can tell that it's not these electronic voting 
machines are not for efficiency because they're still ongoing with this vote. They should be done during the day. When I was growing up, it was done by midnight. You had the full vote and competent. And the people would just get enough people to handle the vote. Like I, I would okay pay my tax dollars to get enough people on site to hand count the vote and have a third party availability to verify that those things like this system is designed for fraud and get the biggest losers in the office possible. Okay. Biden, Harris, these are garbage people. They're watching over the slaughter of their own citizens by this killer jab. So these are monsters. I mean, they're all monsters. Hell is empty. All the devils are here. Period. So I'm going to play a couple of these videos. Um, I still have more episodes to go through too, but uh, please tell your friends to start from the beginning. Some people don't understand. You probably saved lives by having them go through some of these, uh, the, some of the series, at least a little bit, because of the censorship, the Jonestown approach that our government's taking right now. Uh, people will keep getting the jab until they're dead, and that's a disaster. So you're going to see a whole generational, generation lost. This is a World, world War Three event, no doubt. I used to say it's a World War II event. It's a world war. We are in World War III. It's a bio war, World War III, period. Get it very clear. kids, 13-year-olds. the same thing. This is Glasgow. So these are happening all over the world from the slaughter.
the outline, there is a biopharmaceutical complex, and at the top, we believe it's the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, the Gates Foundation, the Rockefeller Foundation, the Wellcome Trust, the entity they formed called CEPI, the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness and Innovation. Uh, CEPI uh, funded as a vaccine incubator uh, that the only response to a pandemic would be mass vaccination. And then a coordination with all the major health authorities, CDC, NIH, and FDA in the United States, the um, MHRA in the UK, TGA in Australia, EMA in Europe, with uh, the major pharmaceutical industry. And I think Americans have gotten this confused. Americans have pointed out that Big Pharma is the villain, that really Pfizer or Moderna is the villain. Well, as we understand it in our book, uh, Pfizer and Moderna, Johnson Johnson, AstraZeneca outside the United States, no Novavax inside the United States, they are suppliers, and in a sense, they're almost figurehead suppliers. Under the EUA products, and I, I can tell you this is for sure, with uh, anthrax through smallpox, monkeypox, and with SARS-CoV-2, for sure, these are military. These are collectively crimes against humanity. And when there is such massive wrongdoing, the steps would be actually repenting, having regret for what's being done, some admission for what's being done, and then seeking forgiveness, and then ultimately amnesty. Because the crimes are so great and the injuries are so vast, there must be investigation there must be justice that is served. And then at the very end of the day, considerations. These are collectively the people have been lied to. So this is uh, Christine Anderson and you, you. So she's saying the same thing. This is another person looking into all the investigation. Prior, that was two clips by Peter McCullough, whose license has been taken away within the last two weeks, too. I think two of his certifications. So. Uh, yeah, welcome to Jonestown. Uh, it was a gigantic lie. And uh, on this lie, everything that governments, especially in the Western democracies, did uh, to infringe on, on uh, people's rights, to take away their freedom, to uh, lock them. Up. I think I showed that one last time. Let's see. She said a lot of different things. Let's see. Here's another monster. This is, a, this is so rich. This is... Anthony Fauci at a humanitarian awards dinner. Like you cannot make this up. This is from November 5th, 2022. This is a family annihilator, soon to be child killer who advocated a bivalent shot tested on eight mice saying, I am the science. Honor for Dr. Anthony Fauci. And I got a tour of the Louisville Bat Factory. And that was really, really fun. Dr. Fauci, talking of his time here in Louisville, hitting up the Slugger Museum before getting tonight's Lifetime Achievement Award. Other recipients of the night include businesswoman and philanthropist Alice Houston and NBA player Malcolm Brogdon. The ceremony also included six core principal awards, which were given to young adult international humanitarians who are under the age of 30. The theme for the awards was peace. Although it was a night of fun, Dr. Fauci did talk about what he believes will be rising COVID cases as colder months approach. 
We have a COVID vaccine and we have a booster that is matched very well to the circulating virus. And yet only about 15% of people who have been vaccinated have gotten the boost. That's terrible. We've got to do better than that. They don't trust you at all because you're a monster and a killer and should have been stopped a long time ago. Tonight was the ninth annual humanitarian awards. We are the ability to breathe. We don't have to leave the thorax out the hole in the chest, for example. We can still breathe, and airway is open. Unless they're badly burned and absolutely in agony, then they may put them in a therapeutic coma under every other circumstance. This is like a whole other aspect of the whole saga is these kill protocols where they will put people on there. This is Fauci's drug he recommended, remdesivir. Should be investigated right away. Uh, it says a lot about your DOJ. I don't know what that acronym stands for anymore. But. You would not sedate, intubate, and ventilate that person, especially if they're elderly and frail. So mechanical ventilation in an appropriate, appropriate time is unbelievably wonderful, clever, and life-saving. But you don't just give it to people who turn up who are unwell. But that's what they were doing. Following the Wuhan protocol, uh, I, I learned this from friends in Northern Italy. That's where it's where, where it starts in Europe. They were told that the Wuhan colleague said the sooner you get your patients sedated and meditation, the better your chance of saving their life. So people would turn up having a panic attack. You know, they felt they had respiratory symptoms. And rather than take a proper history, if sedating and ventilating them, over 90% of them would be dead within 10 days. Ventilation, um, especially for a frail person, is a very aggressive procedure. Uh, and it's life, when, when it's life-saving... And I think in this slides, when I get done with these videos, we will go in to the incentive structure that advocated for this, this perverse incentive. It's a huge question why it's there and who put it there to kill these people. And I know two people... Well, actually, four people who were killed that way, in my opinion, murdered. And, I mean, the last show, people shared their stories, too, about people they knew who died or may have gotten sick. So I, if you do have time, if you're listening to this on podcast or video or Rockfin, if you have some time, can you tell your story to me? Can you write it out and send it to my email, William Ramsey investigates at protonmail.com, and I will try to read that out. So take your time, tell your full story. I would uh, really be... I'd really be glad to hear your story. Thank you. Worth those risks. But if you arrive and you're free breathing, the airways open, you never do what they did. That's 60% burns and in agony. Then you probably would do it. Um, but not the others. And yet, um, I know here where I am in Florida, literally within a couple of kilometers from here, the Sarasota General Memorial General Hospital, whatever it is. Anyway, local hospital, big hospital. I know person who was very senior in the emergency room or A&E and uh, he was busy trying to save lives at the front end but people who admitted weren't coming out again and after a while he explored it ended up in an absolute shouting match with his clinical colleagues and he more or less said what I've said to you what the hell are you doing ventilating people with open airway unconscious and it's like oh well we've got to do it this is what we've been told they were given money to put people on ventilators. They were given money if they got remdesivir, they got given money if they happened to die after a diagnosis of COVID. So they followed the money and gave up. And that's uh, Vigilant Fox again. I've mentioned his name. Uh, so you can check out his stuff. Redvoicemedia.com forward slash 
vigilant fox. Um, and here's uh, some people's hero. His name is Donald Trump advocating for this uh, shot schedule. I think he got played. I, 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 I'm not really sure how malevolent he was, but I, he got played by everybody else around him. So why wouldn't he get played by the medical cartel? I don't know if you really care. Today, I want to update you on the next stage of this momentous medical initiative. It's called Operation Warp Speed. That means big and it means fast. A massive scientific, industrial, and logistical endeavor, unlike anything our country has seen since the Manhattan Project. Its objective is to finish developing and then to manufacture and distribute a proven coronavirus vaccine. Today, I want to update you on the next stage of this momentous medical initiative. It's called Operation Warp Speed. That means to see that again. I mentioned Naomi Wolf all the time. This is uh, her research or the people around her have researched the CDC director. I think it's Walensky, another monster, literally working with the CCP. So a lot of roads lead back to the CCP, guys. Get ready. In 2020, we're in China. And one of them was, believe it or not, overseen by the people, People's Liberation Army of China. I'm going to say that again. Our CDC... Our Rochelle Lewinsky, um, when they were running the trials for this mRNA injection that everyone was forced to get, mandated to get, nine of the sites, nine of the oversight of what was happening were in China. One was overseen by the military of China. I'm going to remind you that I keep saying this is a bioweapon. This is a bioweapon. I'm going to move on. Wuxi Biologics of Shanghai doesn't just manufacture the lipid nanoparticles that are in all of these mRNA injections. Um, they actually bought. I don't know why that's not working. Let's go. Okay, interesting. It's nine of the oversight of what was happening were in China. One was overseen by the military of China. I'm going to remind you that I keep saying this is a bioweapon. This is a bioweapon. I'm going to move on. The biologics of Shanghai doesn't just manufacture the nanoparticles that are in all of these mRNA injections. Um, they actually bought a chunk of Pfizer. They bought a Pfizer production in China. So they bought a part of the company Pfizer. There was a. This video is usually work. I don't know why this one isn't working. Uh, wow, strange. Let's try this. Close something here. From understanding, well, they are actually now a Chinese company, meaning a CCP managed company, as everything is in China, owns a chunk of Pfizer. Not only that, in this past month, September of 2022, our FDA, that complicit FDA that signed off on all of the atrocities and mass and just horror poisoning of babies in FDA and European Medicines Association, which is their FDA, signed off an agreement that they okayed Wuxi to produce drugs and inject. Wow. So what she's saying is that. They're producing drugs and injectables to, um, still recently, this is within the last month, 
produce drugs and injectables to sell. It's incredible. This is a good one. Somebody put this together. It's something between Louis Farrakhan or Louis Farrakhan and Ben Shapiro, where Ben Shapiro is like criticizing Farrakhan to be for being suspicious. And I'm not a huge Farrakhan fan. However, he was right about this. There's no uh, there's there's no question about this that he was right to be suspicious about this shot. So let me see if I can pull that up. I usually don't have any problem playing this, but. For some reason, my computer is slow. A new computer, too. Odd. Let's see. Anyway, yeah, please send me an email. If you can, I would really appreciate it. Send me emails about your stories or, you know, what uh, your experiences are. And we have seen a tremendous amount of vaccine hesitancy, unfortunately, in the black and Hispanic community. And this guy's changed his story. He said he got a mistake. He said he's taken two. This isn't a person I trust at all. I don't trust this guy at all. I've never trusted him. But he said he's taken two and his family's taken some. But uh, he's walked back his pro-shot support. If they come up with a vaccine, be careful. Don't let them vaccinate you with their history of treachery through vaccines. Hey, black America, only 67% of black Americans say they definitely will get the vaccine or probably get the vaccine. So the black community has tremendous vaccine hesitancy. And that is a real problem. They are making... No, it's not. They're actually wary and... Very smart. There's a, not a good past history. There's not a good past history for anybody, really, because I'm going to show some other vaccine injuries that are very similar to this newest shot injury. I wouldn't call the other ones really vaccines either in the past. And I think really one of the most important slides you'll see in this presentation is the analysis by the ethical skeptic about what's called, quote, long COVID, unquote, and the data surrounding that, because it's another false term. It's a misnomer. It's really not, quote, long COVID, unquote. It's really shot injury is really it would be it. Uh, yeah, so we'll get to that. Now, plotting. The reason it's important is because you're going to see all these people talking about long COVID in the future. Another inappropriate term. To give 7 billion, 500 million people a vaccination. Dr. Fauci, Bill Gates and Melinda, you want to depopulate the earth. What the hell gives you that right? The people who should be ripped up and down right now are people like Louis Farrakhan, who's literally going out there and telling his millions of people. Nope, it should be you. It should be you. I wonder if you walk this back because I heard him kind of do a denial, but I didn't hear him take back what he said about Farrakhan. That the COVID vaccine is a vial of death. Have you seen any media coverage of this? It is a vial of death. If a, if a major conservative figure who had met with a bunch of members of Congress were out there literally telling people that the COVID vaccine was a vial of death, you know that would be at the front of every single newspaper, right? Conservatives deny vaccine efficacy. 
And yet here was Louis Farrakhan doing just that. Democratic members of Congress have met with this guy. They continue to meet with this guy. Have you seen a headline about this? Here's Louis Farrakhan, as many, many followers, talking about how the COVID vaccine is a vial of death. He's right. He probably didn't have all the information we have now. I don't know when that clip of Farrakhan was, by the way. But today is what, November 14th, 2022. You got to timeline all this stuff. I wonder what, how Farrakhan, how much information he got. Some of these uh, so-called vaccines, it's the nanoparticles that men like Dr. Fauci have proprietary knowledge of that allows them to get a patent for their vial of death. I mean, how is that not the headline, right? I mean, seriously, that should be the headline. You want to talk about overcoming COVID? We should be talking about vaccine hesitancy. Yeah, and all it assumes the um, efficacy of the vaccine, right? It assumes the, that the vaccine or the shot was efficacious, which it's not. They lied about everything. So the disaster goes on, and uh, I guess it's appropriate to in this times to quote Dietrich Bonhoeffer, where he said, silence in the face of evil is itself evil. Not to speak is to speak, not to act is to act. There's not a lot of speaking and acting as far as I can see, but it's a shame. So I'm gonna go through some uh, some more slides. And uh, this is just a little meme here, sudden adult death syndrome, because it sounds much nicer than genocide. I think I mentioned that. I'll start off with this poor lady here who, uh, is an exemplar of kind of what happened. This is people who trust the system. These are people who trust Big Pharma. This is like the person in Jonestown who trusted Jim, you know, just take this, take this shot, and you know, everything will be better. All the pain will go away. So she was on social media. Disinformation is deadly. Vaccines save lives with the uh, jab on it. And her name was Kim. And she's shooting herself, you know, with the. Um, with the jab here, she's filming it. She's proud, January 15th, 2021. And then she talks, about, I think she had another one. She got my COVID booster last night, and this is my, my reward. So she has a bunch of junk food and a hot dog, Sonic. And then there's a quote. My amazing dad lost his partner, Kim, very suddenly. And we are all feeling very shocked and hurt today. She'll be so missed. I'm sharing his words here since he doesn't have a Facebook. Good for him. So that's it. But it's odd, too. I've seen people who've taken a lot of these jabs and their faces. They have this kind of pallid look like you can look at this lady's face before and after. Like she she still has a little bit of. Uh, kind of. You know, kind of blood like a, a rouge to it, her face, but. Something happens to them, man. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm seeing these people. They look like this, like they look. They look like ha like haggard. Like their skin doesn't look right. Their skin looks leathery. Leathery. Has anybody else seen that? Because maybe. I mean, I've definitely seen some like after these jabs, some serious like cognitive dysfunction. But also, some of the way these people look is different. And then somebody writes about her death. Completely gut punched to hear about another friend dying way too soon. Miss you, Kim. Shows won't be the same without you here. So it's another shame. 
And then this is a guy who I keep kind of miss, missing uh, his name, but it's him and another guy. His name is Matthew Crawford. So I'll try to put a link to his stuff, but uh, his title is The Biowarfare Chronicles. That's from November 8th. And uh, he does a lot of really good, good work. This is Canaries in the Coal Mine. This is, oh, he works with Mark Girardeau. So it's him. The thing that I talked about, I'm referencing this for the third time, but they both studied the illnesses, right, on these islands, and they showed that the illnesses, the graph indicated one month later people were getting sick. So they tied the application of the shot to illnesses. And it's very important because that means it's different than getting COVID. So the spike in illnesses wasn't from this so-called virus, but was from was directly tied statistically to the shot. And you can go back and look at that. It's really interesting. Uh, Girardeau and Crawford. And Girardeau writes, November 8th, canaries in the vaccine coal mine died long ago, lifting the fog over decades of injuries. For decades, vaccines injured Vaccine injured shared the exact same symptoms independently of the disease targeted, a clear sign of a shared mechanism of harm. So that's very important. So these guys are kind of doing you know, Sherlock Holmes type work independently, right? So they're not owned by the corporate media. They're not getting paid by Big Pharma. That's very important because a lot of these fake things I went through last time about how Big Pharma gamed the whole, like a fake um, study on ivermectin ivermectin and how then they could use this fake study to put it out in the public so people would go get provaxit or provaloxit or whatever that garbage is that pfizer promotes make a buck it's so sick these are like we're they're like demonic snake oil salesmen don't trust anything i don't even trust any over-the-counter of the drugs anymore i don't trust vaccines you you're these are those most dishonest sketchy people um, I wouldn't trust what, what it says on the box is inside the box. I wouldn't trust that at all. It goes for the food as well. I use the term bioweapon. So Richard Fleming wrote this book. Is COVID-19 a bioweapon for a scientific and forensic investigation? And uh, you can check that out if you want. It's got 486 five-star reviews. And this is an important person, Latipova. And she's been doing really good work. She comes from the industry. I've mentioned her before. And, you know, just some of this information that she had is really incredible. She's really doing great work. Uh, this is, she knew, and the, what she's showing is that they knew stuff and falsified data. So they knew the data. They knew it was causing illnesses and still kept going. So they kept a crazy train, murder train going, the Jonestown Kool-Aid shots going. I'll just read a, a paragraph here. Alexandra Latipova, a pharmaceutical whistleblower, testifies here and here that the industry knowingly and purposely falsified and hid damaging data from the public in their reproductive toxicology studies. She provides internal documents with birth defects, including rib abnormalities in animals' fetuses, a condition in humans that could lead to lethal skeletal dysplasia. Quote, they accepted fraudulent test design, substitutions of test articles, glaring omissions, and whitewashing of serious signs of health damage by the product, then lied to the public on behalf of the manufacturers, unquote, states Ladipova. The damning Pfizer 5.3.6 post-marketing research documented unparalleled deaths after the, quote, vaccine, unquote, in 1,223 patients. 
in less than 90 days and by all other historical standards should have been immediately removed from the markets in December 2020. I'll repeat, unparalleled deaths in less than 90 days and should have been removed by December 2020 or two years later. Wow. Pfizer attempted to block this release for 75 years but failed. Swine flu vaccine was immediately removed from the market in 1976 after only 26 deaths in a few cases of Guillain-Barre syndrome. So That's very important. Like These are the legal standards. People are like, oh, you can't break these contracts. You have no idea what you're talking about. These people are engaged in massive fraud. Those contracts are all being nullified. They kept information from their contractual parties, their people they were contracting with. So it's gone, baby. I mean, you get some good lawyers on this. I don't know what the lawyers are kind of gearing up. I know there's a lawsuit on uh, about the application of severe, but, you know, I mentioned in the earlier discussion, this could be like the whole tobacco industry. Billions at stake. I mean, that's just the civil suit. And this is another interesting article. This is Peter Halligan. I quote him all the time. But he's just showing independently. I think there was the other guy from BlackRock. I can't remember his name. He's kind of bouncing around. But he's talking about how these insurance companies are showing credible amounts of death. And this is just an example of that. This is... a. Uh, He's quoting, Calligan's quoting Michael Evanson from Twitter, had died suddenly, NWZ, New Zealand. Lincoln National Group insurance death payouts for working age in USA, 1864-year-olds, 29 is pre-COVID. In the baseline, 2020, COVID hits no vaccine, 9% increase. 2021, COVID's still here, but now add the vaccine, a 163% increase. So that's also indicative that the death is coming from the shot. This is Mike. This is what he's quoting, Michael Evanson. So you're showing you're showing this, and I'll go back. I mentioned that before. I'll show the ethical skeptics analysis. You can check that out. That the injuries, just like Girardo and this other guy, they they are from the shot. They're not from the Ill, the so-called illness. Aaron here. This is a litigant. He's worked with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Right, so Moderna Pfizer's C19B clinical trials involving children identified elevated rate of RSV, respiratory syncytial virus. FDA's vaccine committee even voiced concerns. RSV is now spiking in children. CDC's befuddling advice on RSV is to recommend more C19B. These people are sick. They're murdering people. Um, this is a bed page today stating they put out a poll. Few colleges and universities are requiring students to get the latest bivalent COVID booster in order to, to attend classes. Med Twitter asks, should colleges make the booster mandatory? Let us know why or why not in the replies. Yes, 1.2%. No, 98.8 out of 4,244 votes. The word is out. It's amazing. So good for them. I didn't look. I should have looked through the comments. But uh, yeah. This is the greatest evil we'll ever see in our generation. No question. Consequences of which we don't know the totality of yet of it yet. But these are monsters. Fauci getting a humanitarian award will be so rich in context when you put it alongside the ever-sized mountain of death and disability. It's unbelievable. 
I think he's just trying to whitewash himself. I mean, you got to do the best you can when you're a mass murderer, I suppose. This is Commissioner Robert um, Kellef tested positive for COVID after the weekend while traveling on official agency business. He's up to date on vaccines against COVID-19 and is experiencing mild symptoms. So he already got his boost and then got sick. Um, this is Peter again. Um, what do you mean the CCP is manufacturing Pfizer C19 MNRA vaccines with the approval of, of the CDC and the EMA? So the approval. And one thing you got to remember, the Chinese peoples did not use an mRNA shot. I repeat for emphasis, China and the CCP did not apply the MNRA technology to the whatever they gave their own citizens. So this is kind of copper rights, November 8th, 2022. So let me get this straight. People are dying all over the world and in Canada dropping dead from sudden death syndrome. But Trudeau is building a vaccine factory in Canada and bragging about it and to promote making hundreds of millions of doses to jab people. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. This is uh, Fibchi. More than 18 million people were injured so badly by their first COVID shot from Pfizer and Moderna that they had to go to hospital. That's according to the CDC's own internal data, which a court just ordered the federal agency to release to a watchdog group. That's this is big. That's November 7th. But Jesse, I asked that people about like jaundice. Yeah, they start to look jaundiced, like their coloring is off, off the jab. That's what I found. I mean, I'm just kind of, you know. It's just really crazy. And this is an old, this is somebody who got vaccine injured from Gardasil. And it's very similar to the shots that people set out. So you can call Baum and Hedlund if you got injured. Because uh, they've had experience. Gardasil, if you have, feel like you got injured from these shots, you want to find a personal injury lawyer who's done similar work in the past. Not a nouveau. So somebody who's on either all the way to settlement or litigation in a Gardasil lawsuit or Novartis or some of these other toxic products from pharma is and gone to the end and got good settlements. Those are the people you want to find. So you don't want to just go off the street because you probably, there's going to be huge class action lawsuits, I think in time. This is Robert Malone, November 8th. Pfizer appears to have corrupted the entire Western world. Yeah, probably. But uh, just like Naomi Wolf, who's behind Pfizer? Is somebody behind Pfizer? I would say that's correct. This is Paul Alexander. Posts a lot. People in Europe were lied to. What went on in these contracts with Bourla of Pfizer? House of Cards is tumbling down. EU Parliament member Christine Anderson. He was always about breaking people. Yeah, it was. This is Rochelle Walensky, somebody who Dana writes to her, responds to her, still posting on Twitter pretty shamelessly. This is a monster, total demon, the worst of the worst, an infection on the United States. You, she writes, Dana writes, you, before you became a pathological, anti-science, political, responsible for mass death and disability, straight to her face. She writes, and uh, Walensky wrote, spot on, combating the COVID-19 requires a comprehensive, multi-pronged approach, mass test, treatments, vaccine. Those holding out for the vaccine alone are going to be sorely disappointed. Time to beef up on the dimensions we have on hand already. So at some point she was advocating other things. Now it's just go get your, your demon shot and kill your kids. 
Welcome to Jonestown. Um, this is uh, powers that be who rule our lives are inveterate liars. Yes, they are. They're constantly lying. Guest post from Doug Brody. Oh, this is from Joel Smalley, November 10th. Guess Doug Brody, economic collapse, hyperinflation, climate change scam. Climate change is such an obvious scam. You have to be weak-minded to believe this stuff. COVID scam, mass democide, pharmaceutical fraud, digital ID, CBD, CBDCs. It's all there and points to one direction. Yes, it does. I mean, this is kind of like a conspiracist's type of person's come to Jesus moment. Like, this is in front of your face. Like, there might have been something that is kind of vague and amorphous, but this is it. Is it? Yeah. Casey, Nut fan. I, I've, I've not tried to get RFK on my show. <clears throat> he does good work. He's probably super busy. Benet says, this is a doctor. Wow, researchers find Moderna has more myocarditis than Pfizer. Imagine if we had a competent FDA who cared about safety and banned Moderna in men under 40, as I and others suggested repeatedly. That's from uh, just a post. This is Paul Alexander. By November 2020, the WHO declared, do not use remdesivir as it caused kidney and liver damage and death, yet the NIH had set recommended it. October 4th, 2020, Great Barrington said only protect the elderly. So that's what the Great Barrington Declaration said back then is we don't have other at-risk groups. They, are not, they can handle themselves, just protect the elderly, but they went after everybody because there was money involved. Yeah, you can't trust these guys. They, these jabs are, they're, they're bioweapons in there. And it's not even this jab. So I think this jab is just a more obvious event they've been probably poisoning all the other vaccines and jabs going back 20 years at least dr eli says so covid vaccines may cause myocarditis but covid itself causes myocarditis too right no wrong a large-scale israel study israeli study of 196,000 unvaccinated adults after covid infection showed that covid infection was not associated with either myocarditis or pericarditis so very important so that's what i'm here to find out is that a lot of these illnesses are not associated with this COVID, whatever infection, whatever it is. And this is a vaccine injured person writing what it feels like to be sick. Like these people are poisoned from the inside out. So they have they, the doctor. I've said this before. The doctors don't know what's happening because they've never seen such a mass poisoning ever occur. A mass Jonestown event. So people go back 10 times over 10, many times. Like, what's wrong with me? Something's wrong with me. No, I don't have anything. Your blood works normal. This is Cody writes, first patient today received a flu shot last week and developed fever the next day. Normal? No. She's still febrile at one week, full week post jab with worsening cough. Z-pack from another part provider not helping. This is becoming more and more common. What exactly is in these vaccines, November 8th, 2022? And then a response to Cody is, Beck, two years, years ago, swollen eyes, palate, and tongue after flu shot. Low-grade fever for a week. MD said could be anything. Would still recommend I take it every year. No shot for me ever again. That's a week of my life I can't get back, and based upon my MD response, I have no trust in the system. And then Deborah said, my niece is an NP. She's seeing the same. Also, an increase in RSV outside typical age range with high temp spikes. 
CRISPR could vaccines can alter a person's thinking, alter their behavior. Tech can be remotely controlled. Are people already being controlled? People are starting to put out those questions. There was a Spectator article that came out um, in Australia that went into all the stuff they're finding in these back. And other people studied it. I think it was Steve Kirsch. And they couldn't find those same things. So what that is indicative of, to me, is that they're juicing these shots. They're putting some stuff in certain shots. And the batch numbers are more lethal than the others. I think somebody else said it was an experiment, then an experiment. So You are the guinea pig. Law or fiction writes, not trialed or tested on humans. No one knows what effects this may have on kids' health or for fertility in longer term. Say no to experiments on children and to dangerous drugs and that they're not vaccines. That's just what the drug pushers call them. They're right. And to be clear, the courts have so far determined they have no interest on our children's behalf. All praise the scientists. All praise. All praise. Yeah. yeah. October 27th, 2022, evidence of dishonest claims about C9 vaccines and reproductive health as alarming safety signals emerge. Yep, that's in uh, New Zealand. So I put that in there just to show this kind of global awareness is starting to surge. Yeah, Space Marine says, I've been told they spread the batch numbers all over the country to better hide all the tests, probably. And this is this article that I just mentioned in New Z. Reproductive health, since the genetic injections were rushed out and side effects reports began flooding into the American VAERS database, the effects on pregnancy, reproduction, and menstruation have stood out and yet been universally ignored or dismissed by authorities, along with the many other adverse events, often catastrophic. Substack blogger and research philanthropist Steve Kirsch has interviewed obstetrician James Thorpe on his findings and profiled on this very good research summary by Itana Hecht. She also highlights the heroic work of women's health champion, Naomi Wolf, Dr. Naomi Wolf, whose team of thousands is sifting through court-ordered Pfizer documents to uncover egregious harm. Steve has posted his own update article, which includes the following dramatic comparison with reports of lost babies after all prior vaccines from the new page on productive health event, reproductive health events on open bears. Um, I will show Steve Kirch actually lives by one of these people. If you remember back in October 19th, October 20th, they approved the kill shot for children to put it on the children's, the babies, a list of shots. Like this is mass market. They're going to kill a whole generation starting November, uh, January 1st. But um, he actually walked over to one of the people who said okay to that. And then she called the police on him. So instead of having the courage of coming out to talk to Steve Kirsch and saying, we're doing the right thing. This is the facts. This is the science. I'm telling you this. This is best for the kids. The lady called the cops on him. It's so unbelievable. This stuff is all going to go back down in history. Like these people should just be able to walk on the street and say, guys, these shots are just going to make your kids super healthy, impregnable to disease. Really just give them a head start on life. They can't do that. She couldn't do that about that. Uh, about the COVID-19 kill shot, which is telling. Please screenshot this. This is probably one of the most important slides I've ever put out because it's showing the difference between the injuries of from what is the virus and the shot. So this is the ethical skeptic. For these people who want to put simply, this is his graph. So he's showing clearly that the vaccine rollout is associated 
with what people are calling long COVID. It's a huge gaslighting psyop mind rape. I'll repeat for emphasis. Yeah, there's a, uh, Parkinson's, David. Absolutely. It ex exacerbates Parkinson's. It exacerbates all problems. There's an association between the shot and um, neurological problems. So go back to the ethical skeptic. I highly recommend you check him out. Follow him wherever he posts. Screenshot everything. Don't expect it to be there. Um, but this graph, I think is telling based upon his side, he put this in simpler terms. He's, this guy can really parse through statistics and all the numbers and stuff like that. But what he's showing is the MMR week 14 of 2021, all that long COVID. So all those people who have long COVID, I bet a hundred percent of them took the shot. Didn't, didn't get sick and not take the shot, right? They're in that pool of people who took the shot. Period. And that's he follows up ethical skeptic. A portion of the factor shot deaths are from injury caused by our lack of treating endothelial inflammation and thromboembolytic sequelae. They were not injured by COVID, but the blood coagulopathy, which followed COVID. What followed COVID? Manufacturers of SARS-CoV-2 injections are getting slated by FDA. Why are they still producing? Headley Rees. Who knows what's going into your body? Pierce Pharma is reporting horrific FDA findings at facilities manufacturing the SARS-CoV-2 injections. In spite of this proven substandard manufacturer, they're still pumping out products that are potentially adulterated, which means they should cease production immediately. Let's take a look at some of what Fierce Pharma has published, including copies of the reports FDA issued. Yeah, no, there's uh, the, the, the amount of injuries is off the charts. The government is not interested in putting together. It can tell you everything about this administration, this fake stolen election administration. If they really cared about you. They would immediately set up some independent third party thing where you can just post all your stories, name, address, what happened. They don't want you to do that. And you have to ask yourself why. I bet the real popularity of Biden, like the real poll is probably, I mean, he's done it. He's made Carter very happy. He's done a terrible job on everything. Um, I bet his real popularity, 15, 20%, if that, and just like die hard. You literally, I mean, like a Sam Harris type uh, lover of whoever. Like you could literally be killing children in a basement and you'd still like support him. Like that type of person, that kind of moral leper. Those people would just vote for him anything. Like, the nukes are coming in. My whole family's going to be incinerated. I love Biden. <laughs> anyway. This is an important story. It's Peter McCullough again. If you need a spelling, you can look at it there. M-C-C-U-L-L-O-U-G-H. Department of Defense driving mass vaccination while FDA, FDA and vaccine companies are powerless to stop it. So who's really driving it? That goes back to Latipovo again. In this issue of the report, we have an exclusive interview with Alexandria Sasha Latipova, MBA, a former pharmaceutical executive and independent analyst. Her prior reports on trial site news 
that deaths reported in bears after COVID-19 vaccination are not randomly distributed according to manufacturing lots as they are with influenza vaccines. And that instead they are aggregated in specific hot lots. For example, from data on 33 lots of the Pfizer vaccine, 80% of the deaths have arisen from 35% of the lots. For Moderna, only 25% of the lot, 24% of the lots account for 80% of the deaths. Lot sizes were small initially and some contaminated the metallic beads used in the manufacturing process. Why is there metal in there? This explains reports and videos of injection site magnetism early in the campaign and why over time these claims dissipated. The lot sizes became larger and the rushed nature of vaccine manufacturing invariable loads specific lots with more viable intact MNRA, while others have considerably less genetic material and or broken fragments of MNRA. Under the existing government contracts, there's no FDA third-party inspection of the products for safety, quality, or purity. Oh, that's nice. I'll repeat that again. Under the existing government contracts, there's no FDA or third-party inspection of the product's safety or quality or purity. Like, I don't want the FDA overseeing anything. I'd like to have a third party. Because the U.S. Department of Defense under the EUA, the Emergency Use Authorization Countermeasures Program, is the developer, the quote developer, unquote, of the vaccines. There's a complex array of biological defense contractors that make the components of the vaccines. It is so insane. It's so insane. It's so insane. These are just total monsters. All those people who promoted the kill shot, they should all be interrogated. I don't want to read the whole article. You can go see it at the McCullough Report. M-C-C-U-L-L-O-U-G-H. Doctor from New York writes, November 8th, 2022. Stunning. The real reason health officials won't let independent scientists examine MNRA vaccine vials, there is a process is, quote, original antigenic sin, unquote. It essentially explains why those who are jabbed are getting infected and sicker than those who avoided the jabs. And then I think they're poisoning everything. So I've, I've looked at stuff where they're poisoning the pills. They're poisoning the testing. So the test kits are being poisoned. So if you take the antigen test from China, that's about, you're in a bio warfare sphere right now. And this is another one. Dr. Cartland studies found studied 12 mass. Everyone contained this cancer causing compound children's health defense. That's recent. Population level COVID-19 mortality risk for non-elderly individuals overall and for non-elderly individuals without underlying diseases and pandemic epicenters by Ionidas. I've mentioned him in the past. Stanford, by who, by the way, was one of the uh, universities who quietly lifted their mandate for the shots. They didn't announce it. They just took it off. Or <laughs> the UC system, you have to get it to go to class. Totally evil. I hope the UC system gets, I mean, these people are monsters. They have doctors that can look into this too. I think they have the re repository of all of these scholars, academics, post-academics. They should be getting information from them. They should just do a test. Like, oh, well, the FDA is saying this, Fauci is saying this. Let's get our own team on this. We have a full UC system. I live in California. They have the full University of California system here. Why don't they do it? I never forget, we had the data early on in the lockdowns and lunacy was to stop near immediately, but the power drunk, inept, and I argue malfeasant public health officials and decision makers would not stop. 
They hardened the lockdowns and extended them and failed to consider the steep age risk gradient and that COVID was purely amenable to risk stratification. Demons. They're just, you cannot trust these people. And then this is ex excess deaths AU, smoking gun data for COVID vaccine injuries, Western Australia's COVID zero revelation. And it's about the birth rate has gone down. The birth rate has dropped 17 to 79% in the end of 2021, according to the data. Australian government, this is recent, is still recommending COVID boosters for pregnant women at any stage of pregnancy. This is Richard, one. MNRA was licensed at Moderna. Moderna is mode RNA, right? By DARPA 2013. MNRA is gene therapy, not a vaccine, according to Moderna 2020 SEC filing. So why are they calling vaccine? And then there's ingredients, and one is tromothiamine and polyethylene glycol, which I tell you, never want to take that. This is another one. So McCullough had his license taken away. And then Kelly writes, our practice owner and board certified cardiologist medical license has been temporarily suspended. They are coming for us all. Yeah, they are. And they find elevated troponin levels. That's what happens when you have a heart attack. You can tell. That's what they test to see if you had a heart attack is to see if you had high elevated troponin levels. This is... Um, Temporary mild heart muscle cell damage after booster vaccination. Mueller, we found elevated cardiac troponin levels in higher proportion of vaccines than expected from the earlier passive observation of severe cases. Out of 100,000 vaccinated, around 35 would develop heart muscle inflammation, myocardial cell damage in 22 of the 77. So it's 2.8% instead, 0 0.0035. Qatar's doing tests. This is one uh, graph about deaths and spikes. He says, when we add these 80 plus year old excess deaths to the 65 to 79 year olds of 19,000, we get 58,000 more deaths and over 65 year olds in total that I assert are due to England's badly considered policies of doing everything that was recommended against when science was not politically controlled so obviously prior to COVID and subjecting its global citizens to the type of medical experiment that would make Joseph, angel of death, Mengele, green with envy. And Bethany writes, you've had four vaccines, some of you five, and they're still announcing new waves of COVID like it's breaking news in a life or death situation. Do you feel duped yet? You should. Also, where does this end exactly? Asking for those of us who are still sane. They just extended the emergency to, I think, April of 2023, Biden administration. So they want you dead. Your government wants you dead. This crazy emergency stuff. They're all probably getting payouts. Just like they just discovered with this, what, FTX stuff that they were laundering things through um, Ukraine. And Ukraine was this whole, that was the whole foundation. of How do Ukraine call it the foundation of impeaching Trump? I mean, the corruption is just, it's murderous. It's so bad. This is the guy who makes art about his illness. I mean, these, these poor people. A lot of them aren't uh, aren't getting better. In the UK, those boosted with C19 MNRA injections are more than twice as fast to get COVID. Vince writes, after watching hundreds of these sudden deaths on live video, they all seem to have this in common. They are fine, then they are dead standing, then drop. 
Even the ones that survived seem to feel the same way. No clutching at the chest, no reaction of any kind. They just drop, strange. Joseph McCrollo writes, after Biden put me on his hit list, my bank accounts were canceled. The FDA and NYAG coordinated warnings to me, and my website was cyber attacked, probably just a coincidence. It's about a thing in the post-millennial of Biden saying Elon Musk worth being looked at as a threat to national security. You better watch his six. Says Dr. Richard Urso remains the pathos physiology of the newly created diagnosis SD, SADS or sudden adult death syndrome. Very similar in name and causation to sudden infant death syndrome. What's the correlation? Hmm. This is insane, Peter writes. 4,000 increase in various miscarriage reports from 2019 to 2021. What's going on? Then this is Dr. William Mackis, 90 sudden or unexpected Canadian doctor deaths. Usually the most healthy people in all demographics are doctors. Maybe not the case in the past, but people in the health industry are usually very health conscious. So to have them drop dead is uh, stunning. Vitamin D, very important. This is the, remember the 2012 Olympics with the giant black figure and all the hospital beds? Starting to make a lot more sense now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Looks like the coronavirus and the angel of death is there. Or the reaper. Jonas writes, long COVID is predicted by a peripheral and central nervous system innate immune dysregulation. And then it's just in the context of this, the government... Fabian eugenics beyond beyond rights. They're pushing this. So you can see the hatred for human life, but because they're killing people with the shot, but they're also trying to kill, give people assisted suicide in Canada. So a very sick guy has been offered assisted suicide. And I also saw a homeless guy. They want to kill him off too. So they want you dead. This is totally anti-human. This is demonic. All these leaders, Biden, Trudeau, probably the guy in Brazil, Lula is probably supported by outside forces. So the people in Brazil at least have a little bit more. I mean, there probably isn't as strong of a police state as there is here. Six is a threat. Like, hey, you'll go to jail for the rest of your life. This is James Thorpe. I'll, I'll talk about him later. But the title of his article, this is a recent November 10th, 2022. Experimental, never-before-tested novel genetic therapy pushed in pregnancy. Most egregious violation of ethics in the history of medicine. Huge. Like I said, Thursday, November 10th, 2022. Today is November 20th, uh, November 14th. And he writes, I'll just read the first paragraph. This is the greatest disaster in the history of obstetrics in all of medicine. I testify that this unwarranted experimental gene therapy was never indicated in pregnancy. It was perpetrated unlawfully and with falsified data. Res ipsa loquitur, the facts that speak themselves. It is known by Shattuck that as early as 2012, that lipid nanoparticles concentrate in the ovaries of mice and water Wistar rats. The FOIA request of the Japanese Pfizer biodistribution studies confirmed that within 48 hours of the, quote, vaccine, unquote, was immediately absorbed into the bloodstream and concentrated in the ovaries. 118-fold by 45, 48 hours, and their trajectory would have risen even higher had the animals not been sacrificed at 48 hours. The, this experimental therapy may have a permanently damaging effects on the human genome for multiple generations or per perpetuity and makes <coughs> de 
Phyllisa Besterol pale in comparison. It was incumbent upon the share stakeholders to have excluded long-term effects prior to ruling this novel experimental gene therapy out. The long-standing golden rule of pregnancy has never allowed unknown substances to ever be used in pregnancy. Yeah. The ripples of this disaster are not there. They had to steal this election. They had to steal it. It's amazing. Wow. These are, these are the craziest days ever. Okay, so we'll go into some case studies. I usually finish my presentations with uh, case studies. More and more, they're just talking to them. People probably send me emails. Quote, my 51-year-old, otherwise completely healthy husband was killed at Portland, Oregon Hospital by criminal government-mandated protocols in September 2021. He was there for two weeks, and I was allowed in only the last five minutes of his life and could only bring one of my daughters with me to say goodbye to her dad. My 19-year-old will never, ever forget her 15- and 17-year-old sisters bawling hysterically, telling her what to say to him. For them, his last moments on earth because they were denied the right by barbarians to do so themselves. People have no idea the trauma unnecessarily caused by these sickening institutions. His medical records say it all. These doctors and nurses knew dang well after six months the protocols were killing people, yet they kept complying for a huge government payout and to keep a false narrative going. It won't be enough to say they were just following orders, crimes against humanity. Indeed. Alexander, if you took the vaccine, I hope it was one shot of the J&J. If you took the MNRA, I hope you didn't get more than one jab. If you got three or more shots of the Pfizer, you're going to be in some rough shape. That, that third shot is the one that's really hurting people. So many stories. Tyler writes, heart got pretty rough for a few months after second jab. For context, I was 17 at the time and went from being super healthy, no issues, to being unable to have creatine, caffeine, or alcohol without massive chest pain. It took about eight months, and now I feel all right. This is Mark. My sister shared a picture taken one hour after her forced injection. She would be gone in two hours. Missing you, Mom. I'm going to make these bastards pay for what they did to you. Leah writes, My beautiful, slender, fit 31-year-old niece is in hospital with a stroke after and suffering allergic reaction. What have they done? And then a mother responds, my God, please be with her. This is just heart-wrenching. Last year, my 21-year-old son was fighting for his life with a massive pulmonary embolism. I found out what they did, actually. Please reach out to me. I'd like to help. Then she writes, my 22-year-old 20, 20, son's MNRA vaccine injuries, his diagnosis journey, and the research in finding the toxin in the lipid shell nearly killed him has been published by Dr. Lori. This is a vaccine injury in Australia. I've shown a couple of these. These guys' chests are all opened up. They have to have an open heart surgery. But you can go to Jab Injuries Australia and uh, check all these stories. They have tons of stories there. I mean, the stories are coming all over the place. I know Facebook has censored it. Mark Zuckerberg is a monster. Demon. Hell is empty. All the devils are here. He's in on it. Texas hospital update. We have 80 patients in the ER with 25 in the waiting room. There are 41 to be admitted. All the ICUs and medical floors are full. Only a handful of COVID and flu patients in the hospital. We weren't this busy during the worst of COVID. Going to be a long winter. Yeah, because you got a lot of sick people. The right dissident, my wife's cousin, 21 year old, years old, had a heart attack while driving. Ruled a side effect of the vaccine. Hashtag died suddenly. Pray everyone affected by the jab gets justice and it's evil. November 9th, 2022. 
I mentioned Louis' story. He says, uh, I've been snowboarding for 26 years and instructing for six before the vaccine ruined my health and stole that from me. Today is opening day at my old resort, but instead of bringing joy to others with the sport that has given me so much, my boards now collect dusts as I lie in bed. Spaceship Earth. The creepiest part of it being injured by the vaccine wasn't friends or family not believing it. It was the 15 different doctors who believed me but still refused to treat me. And as I met more injured people across the world, 99.9 all had the same story. It's pure evil. November 8th, 2022. You're right. And this is actually pretty interesting because this guy, Charles, actually went to a neurology, neurology clinic and the doctor said he had myelitis, which is from the Pfizer vaccine. So she writes, the doctor writes, I had the pleasure of seeing Mr. Charles in the neurology clinic. I believe the, he had an episode of myelitis likely secondary to the Pfizer vaccine. He is slowly recovering, although still having symptoms of abnormal sensations in the arms and some weakness, which is expected to improve in the coming months. So she must know. She's expecting them to improve. She's probably seen other injured patients. Jill Z writes, <clears throat> when my 19-year-old is complaining of ongoing chest pain and heart flutters, the doctor, through a telemed appointment, told him to take Onep, and acid, no tests, no referral for a cardiologist, freaking antacids for a thin, healthy teenager. Sarah responds, gaslighting. Seems to have become something of an art through, amongst the medical profession lately. MIHO is also a component of psychological abuse. It is, actually. Welcome to Jonestown, people. Gigi writes, six-year-old healthy girl played soccer, dance classes, etc., it took one hour, 36 minutes for them to pronounce her dead. 57 minutes after that jab. The scream from her grandma, my dear friend, when she called me to tell me, will haunt me the rest of my life. She never had a chance to even live. Barnabas, if you're the praying type, please pray for me. I had a stroke today. I'm doing well, but they're keeping me in the ICU because I have a blood clot. I didn't think a stroke was in the bingo cards for me at 37. Here I am. Thank you. November 8th, 2022. World's God mad, mad. <clears throat> Responding to Justin Trudeau. Caught the first two with being under duress and coerced with my career, now awaiting a neurologist appointment. Thought you had our backs. Where's my access to see a specialist now that I'm injured? Emmeline writes, not anti-vax, but got one Pfizer 17 months ago, and it's left me with small fiber neuropathy pots, pain 24-7, and I need a cane, a cane to walk most days. Healthy singer-songwriter before, no COVID. Tested for this and many things in Germany. Real account, real person. The shot was not safe for me. It's not safe for anybody. Convoy. My kids don't have to worry about masking to save their grandparents because the jabs killed all four of them in the last year. So that there's that November 9th, 2022. And then she re responds again, holy moly, I've never had a tweet get any attention. I'm going to say their name so they can live on in this beautiful thread. Thank you all who shared their condolences with me. I just can't believe it. Edna Pierce, Bruce Arnold, Gordon Turnbull, Joyce Turnbull. We love you. It's a family annihilator. Fauci's a family annihilator. Trudeau. I don't even know where this person lives. It's genocide. 
Black Betty writes, sorry for your losses. You are not alone. My mom would have voted R for the first time in her life. I bought her a little house and her first great granddaughter was born. 4120. We were so close. They are all with us. And then she wrote back on October 3rd, not get the flu shot. It has COVID patented in it. It's what killed my mom. Five times the ER chief complaint. I can't breathe. Death certificate reads chronic AFib. She never had it. Danny writes, I've lost three people now to the jabs confirmed by medical records and history. And then die writes in response. We lost two this summer. Devastating. Heather writes, I lost my dad, my aunt, aunt, my same side of the family last year. I'm so sorry for your loss. That's huge. And then Maggie responds, I'm very sorry. I worry for all my poison family members. And when the truth comes out, I don't know what they will feel. Terrified and angry are my emotions. Bina writes, I'm scared. Long COVID is terrifying. You don't really have long COVID. You have long shot injury. Died suddenly. ABC radio host Sarah Tomlinson had died suddenly. She reportedly suffered a fatal anaphylactic shock. Died suddenly. Scottish lass Molly Brogan McBeath died suddenly after a night out with friends. She leaves behind a loving family and her dependable puppy. What killed her in the prime of her youth? Question mark. GWMD. Had a 45-year-old healthy male return yesterday. He developed severe tinnitus two days after his first jab. Put him on two times a week IV along with daily LE, NAC, taurine, IP6, and quercetin. PT reports approximately 80 to 90% improvement and can now get rest at night in peace. And somebody responds, you are a great doctor. We need many like you. Keep healing our injured. And then he responds, thank you for the kind words. I'm so blessed that God lets me do what I do for a living. All thanks and glory to him. So you should look up if you're sick. GW online. Porter guy one. GW comma MD. I don't know what some of those things are. Ivy. Two week Iver, Ivy is probably Ivermectin. Hold on. And this is just a died suddenly. November 10th, 2022. Four time motorcycle British motorcycle champion Keith Farmer dies suddenly age 35. Just another died suddenly. So that's the end for today. It's about an hour and 15 minutes. Um, please do send me your stories on by email. I do collect them. I do have them saved, safe spot. And uh, I still have uh, two other shows just to line up. So welcome to Jonestown, people. You never thought you'd live in it, but this is it. Don't take the Kool-Aid. Don't take the psychological Kool-Aid. Don't take the informational war Kool-Aid. Or don't take the literal Kool-Aid. God bless. <laughs>